every once in a while, you've had one of those weeks, right? Like where it's a good week, but you're also so tired you can barely see straight. And you realize the antidote is relatively simple. You just need Mexican dance rock mavens. And by dance and rock together, a lot of bands have tried to put themselves under the dance rock umbrella. Very few rock properly, but also make you shake your fucking hind end. Plastilina Mosh out of Mexico City is one of those bands. And I, every once in a while, you stumble across them. You're like, oh, I haven't listened to this band in 25 years. And then all of a sudden... I do my Latino sir, Latino size. It's kind of like jazzer size. Yeah. But I do that to this music right here. Well, I mean, I, it's surprising that you're not in better shape because this this oh, music. Oh, that. Dude, wow. you, you've lost what, like 30 pounds? 34. 34 pounds. Yep. Still fat. Well, same. <laughs> Welcome to that goddamn club, and I haven't lost a fucking pound. All right, oh. Plastilina Mosh, as we get things kicked off, episode 164. I don't know how that's possible. 164 episodes Ooh. in the can of the Brian Oak Show. I am Brian Oak. That is Sean Bernard. We are recording this in the Smart Start MN Studios, located in a beautiful part of the wonderful city of Minneapolis. I really do love this city very much. We're at 48th in Chicago, or very nearby, just south of that, about a block and a half north of the creek, right below the the wonderful intersection of 48th and Chicago and about 10 blocks south of 38th and Chicago, where just over a year ago, everyone's world here changed. Well, some people, it only put a finer point on it. A lot of people have been living that life for a long time, but it became the epicenter for worldwide attention and drew such a necessary highlight to grand injustice, literally institutionalized murder and racism. Um, and, it, and so it's it's a wonderful place to be because I love South Minneapolis more than anything. I've lived here for, my God, almost 40 years. And maybe not quite 40 years. 35 years is a little closer yeah, to the you're, truth. You're um, getting old, but not that old. Easy guy. <laughs> um, and so, you know, it's, it's a wonderful but still terrible time in South Minneapolis. And that's one of the subjects we're going to cover coming up. But we're also going to cover things like making a saving throw versus having your armor turn to rust by a rust monster or being turned to stone by a basilisk. Basilisk, we have a, a fantastic guest on the way coming up today. Um, his name is Matt. And when I say Matt's going to be joining us, people are like, well, which one? We live in Minnesota. There might be literally 50,000 mats that live here. But he's also a hip-hop artist. Uh, he has one of the most infectious smiles I've ever seen. And right up before the pandemic, maybe had more buzz than almost any other Minnesota artist. And then suddenly, the double whammy from the entire world. <laughs> nope, you're done performing. You're done doing this. Everybody stop. Stay home. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Don't do anything fun with your friends for over a year and a half. But that's slowly starting to change. Luckily, he's remained creative, and that smile has not gone anywhere. I'm very excited to talk to Nerdy coming up in just a few minutes here. But first, I wanted to play a quick song because... I'm a radio guy, right? Was for 25 years, then wasn't for a while. Now I'm back on the uh, the game. Crazy. Back on the job. Uh, and so, you know what radio guys love, especially music head radio guys, and especially ones who work at record stores? We love factoids. We I thought love... you were going to say a nice, tight playlist. Just a real no. short. Fuck off. I hate it. <laughs> I play Imagine Dragons once an hour. <laughs> That's what I mean. And again, <laughs> hey, don't get me wrong. Cities 97.1, oh. uniquely Twin Cities. That being said... <laughs> <laughs> More than enough fucking Imagine Dragons, all right? If we could just, I mean, just a little, little bit. Goes just, a long way. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know, once a morning's cool. I mean, it's sure. not, but I could live with it. But once an hour, bro. <sighs> <laughs> breathe in. <sighs> breathe breathe out. out. 
Everything's going to be okay. That being said, I'm very glad to be back. But radio guys plus record store guys, imagine combining the worst of both those worlds. Not only do I love factoids, but I love like being like, oh, did you know about this? I'm going to play a song right now that I want you to, I feel, applies to the place we live in, the world we live in right now in South Minneapolis, but also does actually have a fascinating factoid. Do you remember the song Electric Avenue by Eddie Grant? Oh, yeah. Working so hard like a soldier. That one? And they still can't (laughs) feed everyone. Good Good God. God. Yeah, no, I think we all know that song, all right? Nerdy is so embarrassed right now. For these middle-aged white dudes who are like, He just got up and looked. Thanks for coming, man. Thanks for being here. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, and I'm out. So we all know that song, and you think of Eddie Grant as this 80s one-hit wonder, and you're like, oh, he must have been some Jamaican dude that crossed over briefly. Turns out he's a very British dude, and almost 20 years prior to the release of that song, he was in a band called The equals over in the UK. Now, they were influenced by pop, they were influenced by R&B, they were influenced by early rock steady and reggae, and they were also influenced by rock and roll, and they were great. Now, they they stand out to this day in history as one of the first major interracial rock groups in the UK, two white dudes, three black guys, all hanging out together, making music together. And 65, you're like, well, yeah, it was the hippie times. Everyone started to realize we're all the same thing, and let's get together and love one another. 65's a little early for that. Yeah. There were still portions in this country where you had to use a separate bathroom if your skin didn't look a certain way, which is some bullshit, by the way. I think we've learned that by then, but have we learned that since then? They were also one of the few racially mixed bands of that era anywhere on planet Earth, but almost well as important as that it's one thing to be racially mixed and to stand for something but also your band's got to be good nobody wants to listen to your shit music just just because you're racially mixed and uh eddie grant was the 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 main guy behind the band the equals another fun fact because god damn do i love factoids ahoy (laughs) later on the clash would make this song internationally famous but this was a song originally done by the equals in 1965 police on my back by the equals on the brian oak show
This has been running down the railway track. Could you help me? Police on my back. They will catch me if I did drop back. I've been running Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Running, police on my back. Yes, I'm a running. Police on my back. Yes, I'm a running. Police on my back. Yes, I'm a running. Police on my back. What have I done? Tell me, please, somebody. And there will be people who'll be like, oh, but the Clash version, though. And I'll be like, yeah, but the original by the equals, yeah. though. It's the Brian Oak Show, episode 164. Before we get into it, go deep, a deep dive with today's guest. I do want to mention that the primary sponsor, the naming sponsor, I mean, we're in the Smart Start MN studios, is Smart Start MN. They're Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. Don't drink and drive. We should be able to leave it right there. Sadly, people still drink and drive. And if you do so and you get busted, you're losing your license no matter what happens. No matter what the outcome is, you need to get back into your vehicle. No one is better equipped. No one's been around longer to help you do so. And they're, they're the originators of the Ignition Interlock Company. Smart Start MN is absolutely without question, not just because they sponsor the show, because they actually are the way to get back to driving. They are. And, and fun factoid for you. Not that I love fun. factoids. It's the drinking that clouds your judgment, and so you end up driving even though you had no intention to. Now, that happens quite a bit. Not with everybody. You don't even have to be blasted, right? No, I mean, you can you're have three t- drinks in, and you're like, I feel good. In fact, I feel fantastic. I bet I could probably race in the Indy 500 right now. That's exactly right. But all right. I'm going to do, try to do is get home, and you feel confident, you feel good, and you don't realize you're at a .09, and you're effed. Yeah, so if you know somebody, we're not even saying it's you. If you know somebody. And no judgment. No judgment. Just get back in your car. Not when you're drinking. Yeah. I mean, after everything's after, gone down, yeah, and you're, once you have the ignition interlock. Yep, and you've somehow saved your marriage at least enough to be able to get through this process. Whoa, sounds like things got super personal all <laughs> of a sudden. They did. They did. <laughs> Go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. Cool, bro. I and mean, you'll, hey. get, you'll get 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock system, but they don't handle... Uh, marriage reconciliation. No, that one. That moderation. one's on you, and apparently on Sean as well. It is. It is <laughs> the Brian Oak one. Show. It got real, real, very real Sorry. there, didn't it, Matt? <laughs> Today's guest is a young man by the name of Matt Allen, but most people do not know him as Matt Allen. I hope he doesn't mind me sharing his name since oh, no, it's no, on either. his website. Um, most people know you as a young, exciting, positive, interesting, politically motivated, and frankly, one of the most promising young musical names in Minnesota music Aww. as Nerdy. I'm <laughs> yes. going to spell it. I hate spelling things on the air, but N-U-R-D, Nerdy, which not many people pride themselves on sort of nerdish aspects. Yeah. But I mean, you're wearing a t-shirt right now of the Nerdy Club yeah. that's got a couple D20s on it. And I'm not even going to explain what those are because not everybody knows about the D20, but you and I do. Yes. Uh, you got the 8-bit glasses cooking right there. There is, well, first of all, hello. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I, well, I reached out a while ago, and yeah. then you and I just lost the thread. Things get busy. Life is nuts, right? Yes. For everybody. But then we reconnected, and we're like, we should absolutely do this. And yes. I'm very, very grateful you came along. I know. Because as I mentioned, before the pandemic hit, you know, everything comes and goes, right? Mm-hmm. Everything's waves. Everything's cycles. 
you, your name came up as much as any Minnesota artist I had heard for a few years and maybe more so. I mean, like prior to the pandemic mm-hmm. telling everybody to sit your ass down, yep. your name was everywhere, man. I mean, it was, it had to be exciting and crazy pressure, and mm-hmm. it was all about to happen right now. Yeah. And then everything <laughs> shut down. So b- before we get to what it felt like to rise up to that, and yeah. you've obviously still got it in front of you, but then what it felt like to have to, oh, I guess we'll wait just a little while on that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you mind if I ask where you're from? Yeah. So I was born in Bronx, New York, but what I tell people where I'm from is from Rosemont, Minnesota. What the what the? Irish. Yes, the Fighting Irish, <laughs> RHS in a building. Yeah. Shout out to everybody, <laughs> V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. That's the Irish battle cry, the blue and gold, baby. Holy Woo! crap. And so, now again, I grew up in the suburbs as well, but mine was on the other end. I was in the northern suburbs, yeah, yeah. and there are certain points that I take pride in and certain points that I feel like I carry a veil of shame with me as well. <laughs> yes. You feel the same I way? I understand. Okay. But now you did grow up in Rosemount, and yeah. obviously music has always been a part of your life growing mm-hmm. up. Prior to talking about music in school, at what point when you're little, when you're itty-bitty, mm-hmm. music or hip-hop has to take hold in your life somewhere. What's yeah. the first thing you remember falling in love with? I think, I mean, I've listened to a bunch of different things. I, I get my musical influences from all over the place. Right, so there's a right. lot of different things that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the thing that that, that got me. I will say that there were, there were two things that, that like just had me fall in love with music and they're not hip hop related ironically fine uh the first one <laughs> was this old this is gonna sound really lame is an <laughs> old vhs copy of the theater the theater production of cats <gasps> memories and, yeah, and, and <laughs> rum tum tugger's song i remember i used to watch all like it is probably like i've watched it so many times because i just I loved the whole, the swag and stuff like that. And this is like before I started like getting into like 80s hair metal, which is one of my favorite genres. Right. I was yeah. just like, oh man, I, I love the. <laughs> but, the but the attitude in musical <laughs> yeah, theater, yeah, man. Yeah. I love musical theater. He, a lot of mane. he reminded me of the creeper, like the, 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 the character of the creeper. He had a big old mane. I love that. But then the thing, the music <laughs> that I remember just falling completely in love with, it was uh, Songs in the Key of Life. Oh, Stevie. We were helping my aunt move, my aunt Jackie move, and there was a little, you know, CD player boombox thing. She had a CD of that, mm-hmm. and I was I was so young, so I, I didn't, I wasn't like, oh, this person. I played this song because it was at a cool album cover. It got to Sir Duke, and I think I might have listened to that a mm. hundred times. Over and over and over and over again. Like as I soon know as it the stopped, I, I, I turned feel. it back on. Yep. I did it again. I never knew that music could be so much. And, well, like it was I mean, just so it's, much. I I often use the analogy that music is the best drug I ever took a hit of. Oh yeah. And when that first real hit hits your veins, aka your ears, yeah. You can't ever go back. It I mean, may, you. some people's brains aren't wired to respond to it, but if you were, and clearly you are, yeah. I mean, that's why I still, to this day, and I'm significantly older than you, <laughs> to this day, if I find the right song, I will listen to it five times in a row yeah. because I, I keep getting the hit from it. And then once that starts to fade a little bit, diminishing point of return, then maybe I'll move on to something, something else. Different. But, yeah. but, that, but that doesn't change when yeah. you feel that hit go down. And for you, it was Stevie Wonder it and was Sir Stevie Duke. Stevie Wonder, Sir Duke, mm. sitting in an empty living room. All the stuff has been moved out. Right. Everyone's doing boxes and stuff. And I'm just sitting there cross-legged looking at this thing. And wondering why everybody isn't just, like, freaking out. Right. I was like, this is the wildest thing I've ever... It'd be like if 
I think it's like the first concrete memory of any sort of music I've ever had in my whole life. So ultimately, <laughs> that's the one. That's the one that's like that, that took me away. Well, I mean, and again, that first hit, there's really nothing exactly like that yeah. first hit. Oh, no. Like, oh, we're about to, oh, you're about to get it. I got to play just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you got to play that Please. opener. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Let it go. Music is a world within itself. Come on. There's a language we all understand. That opening line is right there. I mean, right there. When he gets it. Okay. If you have you've probably heard this. I've figured out the Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Now, the only problem with, with that being your first real taste, your first real hit, the yeah. first time you fall in love, is that where the hell do you go from there, yeah. man? I mean, <laughs> you're talking about modern-day Mozart shit right yeah, there, right? Like, I mean, was, and there's, uh, obviously there's been tons of other great music. So many great music. But I mean, music. like, you... You're like, oh, I wonder what's behind this door. And it turns out it's all behind yes, this door. Yeah. Everything is it right there. It felt like if you're playing a video game and like an open world game and you walk into a level that's way too high for you. Right. <laughs> like, but, you know, you're listening to like, you know, London Bridge is falling down. Falling yeah, yeah, down. Yeah. And then you walk in the door and it's like, da na da 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 Like, I should have been weaned into and, that. Right, and and you're I like, wasn't. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> Luckily, the boss that's waiting for the, for the boss fight is like, yeah. why don't you just come on and yeah, sit down, kids? Hang out. Let me grab you a glass of milk. We're going to listen to some Stevie yeah, Wonder. That's it. So Stevie Wonder's fantastic, and that was that's where I got into music. And then obviously, as like my music continued, I would listen to like like Outcast and mm. and I oh and hair metal. We can't ignore and, that because oh, yeah. that was that influences virtually every single person who's ever lived in Minnesota. Yes, it is fantastic, and many other places. Obviously, as well. when you you know you talk about print, but I even the Sister Christian by Night Ranger oh, yeah. is my favorite song. It's not, my, it's not the best song in the world. No, it's no, no, my no. favorite song. And there's a very big difference yes. right there. Like, I also like, I hate when people say, this is the best album of all yeah. time. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing. It's, yes. it's all subjective, it'll, right? It'll change yep. on now, your mood. my favorite album of all time is different than yours, yep. and we're both right. Sister Christian is your favorite song of all time. It is, it is my favorite song of all time. I don't know why. Every you time don't I have hear to justify it. it. Yeah, every time I hear it, if it I just makes go your like, heart yes. sore, that's you. Yes, I can. Oh. I can. You, you put it dun, in. Dun 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 it's dun dun dun. And then just and when it goes that that first time, it like does the little stop that time. Ugh! It it's like it's like sex. It's the best thing you can possibly <laughs> motor. One of these days, one of these days, I, I like what I'll, I'll get just big enough. I'll get just big enough that I can pull that song off and just do it live and just 
I'll, then I can retire. I'll just walk away. <laughs> no, I feel like it's too early to retire, but I do feel like you're already big enough to pull off Sister Christian. <laughs> yes. Speaking of, I want to talk about what was happening right before pandemic, yeah. how your pandemic's gone, and what yeah. we're looking like as we look forward into 2021 and beyond, yeah. because I feel like... You haven't necessarily lost that momentum. The name Nerdy still has real cachet, and I think the best days are still to come for you. I'm really excited for you, man. Well, amen, right? Wouldn't we all like to think so? Some of us are over the hill, and we're recognizing (laughs) it. But that's not the case for you. Before we go any further, though, I hate to make it too far into the show without enough music, and we have yet to hear one of your songs. I want to know about this song right here. Tell me about it. Yeah, so this song is called Break Change. It's funny you talk about the pandemic and everything that's been happening with the uprising. This is the last song on a two-part album called 38th and Chicago that mm. was written about everything that's been going on here mm-hmm. in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And so this song is called Break Change. It's my favorite song on the 38th Project. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's fantastic. You're going to have to check it out. Tied in the backseat, a cab like a taxi. Got no time to be pussyfooting, but I whip out clothes like the backseat. I know haters be pissed off, talking all with their back sheets. And if you got a problem, it's nerdy rocks, and yo, I don't care if you at me. Got no time for no racist, get my blood from them slave ships. Black and proud, and I'll say it loud, we be wild and out, you can't fake this. Muggles try, but can't catch the beat. Haters clapping on one and three, but we gon' rain, we break a chain. Just wait and see, just wait and see. You ain't finna stop me, you ain't you ain't finna stop me. You ain't finna stop me. You ain't finna stop me. Yeah, you ain't finna stop me. 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 Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Another grandson of the island boy on my granddad. My granddad never gonna stop gonna hear my voice. This ain't no time. This is my melanin. Yes, I be telling them. Never my skin for a minute. I'm a revelin'. Black don't crack and I rap freaking heavenly. But I'm hot as hell. I'm so goddamn pretty. I can't help myself, but I'm from my city. Black boy, ring that bell. Sorry, I'm not sorry. We might crush your party. My friends on Jabari. And it's challenge day. I'm still on that wave. 12 can't bring me down. Child get on my face. Mind your business. We break chains to the masters. We won't change, so don't ask us. We go fight cause we has to. You will never get past us. Shout it out to the rafters. We break chains to the masters. We break chains to the masters. We break chains to the masters. We won't change, so don't ask us. We gon' fight cause we has to. You will never get past us. Shout it out to the rafters. We break chains to the masters. Break chains to dumb masters, and we tell them like, you ain't finna stop me, 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 no, you're not, you ain't finna stop me, you ain't finna stop Thinking I'm about to stop, how about no way? I'm so hot, I could burn on a snow day. If you rock with a cop, you can go away. That don't watch how you talk, you don't know me. But I'm in your neighborhood, no, ain't no make-believe it. Just might show up in your yard if we have trouble breathing. Cause my grandma's mother's mother built this whole damn space. Don't mistake me for somebody who don't know their place. 
I am black like the Nazarene. Got a white nose and everything. Yeah, my head's nice and woolly. Ain't wrong from bullies. I rock my ebony. Black like music to ever store. Black like country and rock and roll. Black like all of them drums are up a bum bum way down in my soul. Mesa. 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 We won't change, so don't ask us. We gon' fight cause we has to. You will never get past us. Shout it out to the rafters. We break chains to the masters. We break chains to the masters. We break chains to the masters. We won't change, so don't ask us. We gon' fight cause we has to. You will never get past us. Shout it out to the rafters. We break chains to the masters. We break chains to the masters. We break chains to the masters. And we tell them like, you ain't finna stop me. You ain't finna stop me. Stop me, you ain't finna stop me. You ain't finna stop me, you ain't finna stop me. You ain't finna stop me, you ain't finna stop me. I want to say something that's a compliment that other people won't take as a compliment, but hopefully Near D takes as a compliment. Sometimes when you listen to Minnesota music, you're like, yeah, that's clearly from Minnesota. I mean, this is, again, it doesn't mean it's not accomplished, doesn't mean it's not good, yeah. doesn't mean there isn't decent production involved. But then there's sometimes where you hear something and you're like, that could be from anywhere. Yep. That could come from the biggest production house on either coast, mm-hmm. or it could come from one of the biggest talents in the game. And it turns out that part is absolutely true. I'm, I'm not joking, <laughs> man. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to because you're right in front of my face, kiss your butt. But I mean, that's a that's a childish Gambino quality song Thank right you there. Very much. Do you, I mean? Do you disagree? Oh no, I we worked really really hard on it. It was we wanted to put together something that could stand alongside anything else that you heard on the radio. Real realistically, we really want we were saying like, yo, if they're going to make a Black Panther 2, which we didn't know at the time was going to happen, yeah. right? We said we want to we want to create something that'd be worthy of that caliber. There's no reason that song yeah. couldn't be on that soundtrack. Exactly. That's that good a song. Well, thank you very much. The depth, the production, so clearly you at some point realized, I mean, because everyone at some point fancies themselves a singer, yeah. a dancer, <laughs> an actor, or a rapper, or Something. whatever it is Something. that you yes. love, right? I'm a race car driver, and it turns out you're terrible player. at it, right? Whatever the case may be. <laughs> yeah. and But there's a difference between wanting to do something, thinking you're pretty good at stand-up comedian, whatever the case oh, may yeah. be. I'm not looking at you, Sean, for any particular reason. I did reason. it one time no, I know. on a bucket list. And we're still talking about it. We're still talking oh. about it. Um, but I mean, Amazing. like, so there's a difference between wanting to or believing you're good at something and then finding out that you're actually worthy of being talked about at the highest caliber of that thing. So without you tooting your own horn, let me ask you this. At what point did you realize, oh, no, I could really do this for real and play with the biggest names in the game. I think it was Soundset. Soundset 2018. Mm-hmm. I had been asked by Go95.3, shout out to Go95.3, mm-hmm. RIP, 
Um, right. I had one, Shut Up and Rap, so I started doing open mics. That's how I got into this. Yeah, and for people who don't know, Shut Up and Rap was a, an open mic night they mm-hmm. did where you came, and then basically everyone else said, well, I guess I'll quit because you <laughs> won for a month in a row. Yeah. And everyone's like, I suck. This guy actually knows what he's doing. I suck. There's a lot of really talented cast that came through there, and it was I was uh, a proving ground for real. Right. And so, yeah, I won... Uh, to the point where they told me I had to retire, I couldn't come back. So we have to we have to give somebody else a chance. And if you could not even, it, it, pardon me, Matt, but if you could not even show, like we don't want them to show up and feel bad. We want them to feel like they maybe have a shot. So I, it was a very fun experience. But they called me up when I was working at my old uh, uh, call center job, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, hey, do you want to be a part of Soundset now?" At the time, uh, R.I.P. Soundset. Uh, Soundset was oh. the biggest hip-hop thing mm-hmm. that in the country by the like, way for like, people who don't understand what rhyme sayers put together with that it, i mean the names that would show up and it would get bigger 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 yes. every year and so mm-hmm. when you're talking 2018 at this point we're sort of at peak sound set yeah it was it was uh it was tyler the creator it was oh, the Wu-Tang clan those guys it was jaden wow. smith it was uh migos and uh <sighs> So we just. But I mean, like literally. So like, it's not like, oh, this is a cool North a Midwestern. This is, yeah, this is a cool Midwestern hip hop festival. We're talking was, literally yeah. the biggest names in the game. And so they uh, go ninety five. They're like, hey, do you want to perform? Uh, like, you like do a full set? And I remember going like, yeah, I said yes in the stairwell before, and not letting them know that I only have the two <laughs> songs that I've been performing at this <laughs> open mic, and they're great songs. They're don't great get songs. me wrong. Yeah. I was like, I only have these two. But like, when a, you say a full set, that's like thirty minutes, 30, 30, 45 minutes, and I was just like, yeah, cool, I'll do that. And then I was like, all right, well, I got to write a bunch of songs, or else yeah. I'm not going to be able to do anything. And they got to be great. Yeah, they got to be good. And when I was there, and you see the sea of people, and this was a hot sound set. 2018 was a very hot sound set. Like we had like kids dropping all over the place. Mm-hmm. It was like it was just a heat wave. Not unlike how we're feeling right now. Correct. Yeah. And I remember though, I'm sitting I'm seeing a sea of people. I'm doing my my rap. I'm doing my rap. I'm doing my music. I'm seeing people stop and like turn around, fill out this place and just like watch. This is a festival. You know, you can go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. And people stop and I real I was like, yo, this is a whole thing like this is a real like this isn't just like oh you did some you did some open mics and you did pretty well like the people came up to me and was like hey we were gonna go watch the wu-tang clan but we just decided to watch you instead what like that you know tang is i mean amazing <laughs> like that was like so, i was like the most humbling thing i've ever heard so it was like one of those things where i was like no this is it this is the thing was that mm-hmm. the eye opener right yeah. there oh, so yeah. clearly i mean because again even if your talent is the catalyst if your talent is is the spark nobody's great on their own. You've got to have producers. Mm -hmm. You've got to have players with you. You clearly have found the people that you trust to have around you that are your crew, for lack of a better term. Yeah. But it's an accurate term, right? I mean, like, it doesn't matter what you do for a living. You or just your friend circle, whatever it is. Yeah. If you don't have your compadres, you're not going to be as good as you otherwise might be. So clearly you found the people you want to be around. I have the best team. So the producer, the, everybody, the producer Tone Jones, who made the beat itself, uh, is amazing, fantastic. Works out of Atlanta, mm-hmm. fantastic, uh, fantastic guy. He made most of uh, Chicago Avenue, but then that beat specifically. So how and did you find him? Just on random, randomly, just reached just out like, "Hey man, looking, would you make me a looking beat? through beats and just being like, "Oh, this is a, this is really really good." Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I and I messaged, I was like, "Hey, can I have this?" He's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Oh, dope, awesome, cool." 
And <laughs> I was like, it was kind of just like you find gold walking down the street. You're yeah. just like, oh, snap. But and also, he's not going to sell it to you or let you use it as part of your release if he doesn't think you've also got yeah, what it takes, it's, right? It's one of those things. It's that's a like, mutual deal. Yeah. And then um, the mixing and mastering was done by my DJ, right? DJ Hayes. Shout out to DJ Hayes. He's fantastic, amazing. He mixed and mastered the entirety of the, both 38th and Chicago. And mm-hmm. we did that like off his laptop in his apartment. It wasn't like we didn't go to a fancy studio and get all that yeah. done. Like it was just it was just hard work and ingenuity. Well, and that's part of the brilliance of the world we live in now, mm-hmm. but also part of the difficulty. And there's there it is somewhat analogous to the nature of the podcast, okay? Because literally anybody could record something in their yeah. living room. Literally anybody with a cell phone can create a podcast, right? Yeah. The difference is just because everyone can do it doesn't mean everyone's going to be, be creating a masterpiece, right? Exactly. Like, I mean, you can, the technology has never been more available to people who otherwise might not have had that shot in the past. Mm-hmm. And that sort of egalitarianism, I think, is wonderful, but it also means the market is flooded and Correct. it's harder than ever to punch through whether we're talking about a podcast or whether we're talking about hip hop mm-hmm. or singer songwriterism or really anything, yeah. it's wonderful that we live in a world where these avenues are, have opened that have never existed before. But it doesn't mean everything's great, and it also it, it clouds it yeah. clouds the scenery, right? Mm-hmm. Like I mean, so for something good, aka nerdy, to oh. pop through, and you know what I mean. But for something <laughs> to pop, I mean, let's be honest. You know, I wasn't really just trying to kiss your ass before. <laughs> yeah. Prior to everything shutting down for the pandemic, yeah. Um, I mean, your name was on everybody's lips. You were in all the publications. Correct. If, for lack of a better term, you're the shit. I mean, you you from from the Twin Cities, you're the guy, man. That's what I like. Like that's what I was aiming for. I was very blessed to be able to occupy all those spaces. It was a lot of work. It was rapid because I had only started rapping in 2018. Right. And then it was just like, and then you're at sound thing set. after thing after thing after thing after thing after thing, um, and a lot of that was because I did do rock and roll for like eight years and didn't go anywhere. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What was <laughs> yeah, the band yeah, 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 called? Yeah, yeah. The band was called Black Genesis. Okay, it had many names. It was, it was first. It was Three Man Trio, right and on. then it was Saving Good one. By yeah, the right, way. right. That's a great name. It's, it's very uh, not taken. Interesting. <laughs> not taken. <laughs> yeah. Still available. Yeah, uh, Three Man Trio, and then it was Saving Vinyl City, which was a much nicer name. Okay. And okay. Okay. And then it was Black Genesis. And it, the reason it was Black Genesis, a lot of people thought we were like a heavy metal band. We weren't. Right. Well, we wanted to be uh, like Genesis if Phil Collins was black. <laughs> <laughs> so we just called ourselves Black Genesis. What's interesting is he's so damn white yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that it's hard for me to get my head around yeah, a black right? Phil You're Collins. Just like, Wait, what's going on? But that, is, that was the idea. I like great it. Great name. Great name. Uh, did you did you do all originals? Did you start out doing covers? We started out doing covers. First started... cover you ever nailed that you're like, you know what? I know this belongs to someone else, but I killed this song. Ooh, uh, Forget You by CeeLo Green. Okay. Easy. I could hear uh, that. We did it as a ballad. It wasn't like we didn't do it like a, oh. a, a fast one. We, we, we slowed it down. We had the piano. We had a whole like swell, the guitar. Like we made it like a like a really sad song because it is. So even though sad. it's an oh, F off, you made song. it sexy yeah. as hell. Oh, yeah. Nice. And so that's what, that's, that's what we did originally. All right. Now but then you my, go hip hop. Yeah. I, I want to ask real quick because yeah. I think this is a really important point. Here we go. Did anybody in Black Genesis, were they willing to shave the peninsula <laughs> into the front of their head no. like Phil Collins? Unfortunately, has? we didn't get to Cowards. that point. I know. That's one of the reasons why we never got. <laughs> well, look, got look, look, if you think about look it. Look at Nerdy. His hair, he's still got way too solid a <laughs> hairline does, to be fucking that shit up. He does. So we, we, no. we, we, we'll, we'll get there one day, I'm sure. Yeah. I'll. I'll, I'll, I'll 
circle back to oh, it. Oh, the yeah. reunion tour. Yes. Oh, yeah. We would, like the guys in the band, a lot of the guys in my band now are, were also in that band as well because they're it. good friends. And they were like, man, we should go back to the garage in Burnsville. <laughs> And we should do one more run. Like, let's just do these old songs. Back and, to Burnsville. Yeah. yeah. Dude, shout out to the garage, by the way. They put us up so many times. <gasps> Is that that all-age place yep. that's like kind of like almost a community center? Yeah. Oh, my God. When my daughter, when she was younger, the weird little tiny emo bands that would play at that place, <laughs> I took her to so many shows down there, and I'm like, well... You're not going to be able to get home because you're too young. <laughs> so I'll just go kill two hours in Burnsville, yep. and then I'll come back and pick you up. So that's where that's the place. It, uh, yeah, man, a lot of good memories. So I did <laughs> did rock and roll mostly at the garage um, yep. for like eight years, and uh, but it wasn't. It ultimately didn't work the way we wanted it to. And we're getting older, going to college, doing all this other stuff. It's just mm-hmm. like ah, it's not mm-hmm. gonna, it's not gonna happen. And so I was like, oh well, we'll do hip hop then. Like, uh, mm. let me let me do this for real, for real. Yeah. Because uh, I had never, I didn't really rap in front of people. I liked yeah. doing it just for fun. But you know, I was like, I was a black kid in a majority white neighborhood of mm-hmm. Rosemont, and a lot of people told me to rap, and I didn't like that. So I was just yeah. like, well, yeah, I'm not hey, going young to man, do that. You were a black gentleman. <laughs> I wonder if you would. I wonder if you'd enjoy that hip hop that I've heard you so much seen about. Some of the coaches when I walked in in oh, middle school, no. just like. <gasps> There it is. There's the guy. We need him on the football team. We need him on all the things. Basketball. Uh, and I'm not good at any of those things. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know what? Uh, really shocking. So yeah. just because looking at it, like, we finally have our running back. Look at that guy. <laughs> that guy's got fullback written all over like, him. Uh, no. No, I don't no. want to get hit by a helmet. Would you like to watch a VHS copy of Cats? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. that. So before, before we move past your middle school career, obviously. <laughs> musical theater made an impact on you yeah. at some point. Music was an important part yes. of you. I'm wondering if you can confirm or deny a rumor for me. Any. I have been with the same woman uh, for 30 years. We have been married for a good 24, almost 25 of those years. Congratulations. She has been doing the same uh, vocation for that entire time. She is a middle school choir instructor at Rosemount Middle School. Can you confirm, sir, Mr. Allen, and or deny that my wife, Colleen Martin Oak, was in fact your choir teacher while you were in middle yes. school in Rosemount. Yes, she was. That is fucking crazy. That's so man. fun. Isn't that weird? That's so wild. This like the I met her before. World. I met her before you were born, my good man. <laughs> before you were, we've been together this whole time. And when I when I mentioned, you know, I, when I first sat down and Sean and I started to put this podcast together, I kind of came up with a wish list of all the people I wanted to have on the podcast. Yeah. Granted, it took one hundred and sixty four episodes, but you were on one of those early lists, and Thank she's like. You. Wait, nerdy? You mean like Matt Allen? And I'm like, I don't know his real name. Yeah. I know he's nerdy, and he's cool, and everyone's talking about him, and I want him on the podcast. She's like, oh, he was totally in my choir class. Yes. And did you call her Miss Mo? Yep. Like everyone did? Yeah. Son of a bitch. So it's now it's so the time weird. to let it out. Was she a total ball buster? No. Yeah, no. B-word. No. Okay, B-word okay, okay. extraordinaire. I'm going to let me. Let me I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I'm Here we say go. This. Here I'm we go. Say this. Drop so. it a time. <laughs> Secret. There were two, if I, I remember correctly, mm-hmm. there were two choir teachers in middle school, in Rosemont Middle. Miss Lee was the other one. Miss Lee. And I, and I and I believe she's passed. She has passed. She I believe she's passed. 
and let's not speak ill of the yeah, dead. We're not, no, and no, and then what I'm going to say is that so Miss Mo was so nice to me. Miss Lee was so mean to me. Really, and I remember she thinking had that to us, I remember thinking, oh my gosh, Miss Mo was like the best. Why are we even? Why do we even? Why do we even have Miss Lee? Like, what's the reasoning? But here's the thing, and here's the thing, I Miss Mo took. Like fostered in me this thing of performing mm-hmm. and like and like how do I like I was young I was in middle school yeah. like I'm still trying to find myself yeah. I would like ask to do weird things and she would let me have space yeah and Miss so cool. Lee was the person who didn't let me get away with anything and I think one of the things that I and I, I came to appreciate as I got older was that so and not Miss Mo but so many teachers like accepted like the bare minimum from me oh, because yeah. they assumed. I don't know, whatever. But they're just like, oh, yeah, no, he can speak well. That's all we need from him. Yeah. Or he, oh. can, he can sit still. That's all we need from him. Mm-hmm. And Miss Lee busted my balls for better reason, for no other words, because I, because she truly believed that I could be better. Mm. Yep. And um, I didn't recognize that while I was in middle school, obviously, because you're a middle school boy. You in middle school, you stuff. don't have that kind of vision. You don't have that yes. kind of wisdom or that kind and of perspective. I remember we, I, she, I thought she was my, I thought she was my arch nemesis. Yeah. And then I remember... Um, in in high school, things like junior senior year, um, I'm at a I'm at a thing, and my mom tells me she's like, Miss Lee loved you so much. That's so wild. And I was like, what? And she's like, every parent teacher yeah. conference I went to, yeah. she would like go on and on about yeah. how much she thought that you had it in you. She's one of the first teachers to believe that mm. I could be this big thing. Yeah, and she just didn't want me to like not get it so easy yeah like i had yeah. to want Work i had to it. earn it well i had I mean, to prove that i was like yeah. as good as i thought i was yeah and well, that's amazing and so i love that lesson because well a r.i.p miss lee because yes. she had the reputation of being the ball buster yep. um whereas my wife is more of the fun teacher yes. but also very encouraging <laughs> yes. and very fun to be around mm-hmm. but miss lee had kind of a negative reputation but i think she actually cared oh yeah she chose a pretty square ass curriculum like the concert etiquette rap and yep. uh things like that oh. that were really terrible to watch and i watched a lot of them (laughs) but i mean i love that story about what you're talking about because here's the deal so you talk about you know whenever anyone's like oh they're an overnight sensation like fuck that they've been putting in a lifetime of work they busted their ass and then once you get that tag once the door opens that's when the real work starts. Mm-hmm. You've been working your butt off for the last three years nonstop, haven't you? Yes. And that, that's the way the game works, right? Like, mm-hmm. so I've always sort of been very suspicious of that. Oh, they're an overnight sensation. Yeah. I'm like, nope. Mm-hmm. They put in all the yep. groundwork to get that one opportunity. And once that opportunity comes, if you don't work every damn day, mm-hmm. from the time you wake up until the time you go to bed, if you're not always thinking about it, it's going to pass you by. Yeah. And I don't see that happening happening to you. I don't uh, I don't plan on it. Okay, good. <laughs> good. I'm, I'm very glad yeah, to hear that. It, yeah. So, so I, I want to talk about where... So, I mean, so you, all this stuff is building up, right? Mm-hmm. You've done all these things. Yep. Boom, your sound set. You are nerdy. Yes. People can't stop talking about you. They can't. And then, by the time we are <laughs> just a little over a year ago, I mean, obviously, the word was starting to get out, and mm-hmm. things were starting to slow down. Mm-hmm. But let's just say, arbitrarily, May of last year. May yep. of 2020, everything's over, shut down completely. Yeah. Tours are canceled. Yep. Dates are canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting together and seeing your mother is canceled. Yeah. It's all effing over. It's done. What does that do to you? I mean, did that did it did it pop a hole in your balloon? Did, it, <laughs> did I mean did it did it mess with your momentum? So uh, November 2019, I walked into my job. I said, oh, "I'm quitting," 
I'm doing music full time. Mm. I mean, I gave him my two weeks, but that was like I, I came in. I remember that was the uh, November nineteenth. I'll never forget it because I walked in so confident. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm, I'm doing. I walked in. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I like, I was sitting there at my desk, like, what are you gonna do? Like, what are you gonna do? This is my the last theme day. music is playing. Yeah, and because I, I was, I, I had been on all of the like the stations. I yeah. was the city pages, the best new art yeah. of the year, and like they had a copy of my face in the lobby yeah so it was just like i'm bigger than this place (laughs) (laughs) bye and so i remember i swiped out i filmed it everything i was like see y'all in the movies i'm out of here boom november 2019 january comes around best new bands of 2020 headline that show at first have correct wow blow it out super awesome and i'm like yeah and then someone's like oh you hear about this pandemic that's going on overseas and i'm like ah that sucks for them this is gonna be everything and then it was march for me okay i get it i get the i get one email that says hey you're we were supposed to open the minnesota united season we're supposed to wow. open that season, which is like do a, a show. great auspicious start to the yeah, year. Yeah. And I was like, here we go. This is it. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, no, this is, we can't lose. We can't lose. And, oh, say can you see? Going like, and then sure enough, I get this email that says, hey, we're canceling. Like they're canceling soccer. Oh. And because they had canceled the NBA, yeah, yeah, like and the college stuff, and I was like, "Oh, that's a lot." But I said, "Okay, well, you know, maybe they're being precautious." But then when I heard that they're canceling just soccer, I was like, "Yo, that's that's yeah. the biggest sport in the world." Right? Yeah, I was yeah. like, "Oh, it's over, it's over, over." And then the next three days, I lost. Ev- I was booked all throughout the year. I'll I lost bet. every single oh. show. And I remember just, I'm sitting there in my living room just getting these folk, I look at my phone and it's another person saying, hey, nerdy, we're super sorry we can't have you. And I was just like, I, I'm getting married. I I quit my job. Oh. I was just like, I just was looking there. And I literally, I remember talking to my fiance and I was like, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I called up my, I called up my DJ and he's thinking the same thing because we're both like we're out of here. We're doing this. this, this. Yeah. I mean, you could have gotten rich last year. Oh no, it would have been it would have been crazy. We like real been rich, off, off. off. We yeah, yeah. yeah, already off. Yeah. And I called him. I was like, we have to do something. Yeah. Or we're going to, or we're gonna, or it's it's or we'll never come back. Yeah. And what I what I realized that in that moment, right after I hear it, had that thought, my second thought was like, I can't be the only artist that's feeling this way. No. Oh no. And so we started uh, MN Artist Relief, Minnesota Artist Relief. And what we would do is we would put on live stream shows, just like we would, we figured it out as we went along. First, yeah. it was on Instagram Live. Then we moved over to a Zoom platform, and we did a bunch of different live stream shows, just making music and then giving money back to Minnesota artists. There was a lot of like initiatives and grants and stuff that are going on, but you never know how long those are going to take. Mm-hmm. Some people are still waiting for that money. So I was like... We would we would get this money and we would like here you go no questions asked you're a musician you need some money here you go people like, need to like, make like, rent yeah man. You, know, you need your phone your rent your groceries whatever it is boom no questions we did that for a very we did that for the majority of the up until April yeah. we were just like uh, April May we were just like doing that as often as we could we were able to do something for uh, Paisley Park we were able to do something for the Kennedy Center mm-hmm. we were able to do all these big like and these were big things people oh, we yeah. wouldn't have played with like we weren't <laughs> thinking what we were going to play with that year and they were just like hey this is Paisley Park oh, do you want to do something on our platform and I was like oh wow. yeah sure of course well, I understand time. Paisley Park is fairly interesting certainly yeah, I'd, be, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd very much enjoy that guys. and it was Fantas- it was beautiful and fantastic, and that's how the pandemic, like, we stayed afloat during that time. 
Well, I'm glad you stayed afloat. I'm glad you stayed positive. And I want to hear a song here first. But when we come back, I want to know what it looks like. What makes me very happy is I've been really, maybe more than anyone else I can think of locally. Certainly, there are other great bands locally, right? And many people were enjoying an unprecedented amount of success. Mm -hmm. But your name was literally on every lip. (laughs) And, And I mean, it was on every magazine. I mean, you were poised to make 2020 you know that was your Lizzo year, if yeah. I, if, for lack of a better a, a better real. comparison. Yeah, I think that's very real. Like that fair. was going to be yeah. your year, and then put. <laughs> but I don't think that maybe that opportunity has passed entirely because yeah. people still seem to be saying your name. Yeah, people still seem to have a lot of respect, and the momentum still seems to be moving yeah. forward. Before we talk about what your twenty twenty one looks like, the rest mm-hmm. of it into twenty twenty two, you picked another artist, and every single guest that comes on this show, I ask them to pick music. I don't care what it is. I don't care what it's about. I don't... Well, okay. I mean, you know, yes. no, no screwdriver. You know, no racist <laughs> skinhead bullshit. No but, Gigi Allen? No. Well, I mean... <laughs> If it's just a song about eating shit, I guess that's fine. But I mean, if, if, it, if it's about genuine hatred, then no, that's not okay. Other than that, though, it, it's not a cool contest. It's not, not ever judgment. I feel like, you know, I always use the thing about Anthony Bourdain. He's like, mm. if you want to know somebody, yep. you want to know their family, you want to know their culture, you want to know what they're made of, sit down and eat a meal with them. I feel the same way about people picking music. You yeah. want to know something about what's going on in that person's head? Listen to what they listen to, and don't be a judgy dick about it. Like, let them enjoy their music, right? Period. Tell me about the Tell me about this artist. Yo, so Jacob Collier is one of my favorite artists, period. Um, I'm constantly envious of him because he's still he's like younger than I am. He's got a multiple Grammys. He's a musical genius. And this song with the love in my heart is what the name is of the song mm-hmm. is called, is part of my amp up mix before I go out and do a show. So if you see me doing a show, what I was listening to before you saw me is this like is this kind of stuff. So mm. if you're wondering like what the peek into how my musical mind works, this song is going to give it to you. I got no ways to fly, no song to sing, no hand to hold, no star to guide, no tears to cry, no fire to burn, no sky above, no help below, no wind behind, no power before, no chains around, no fear within me, but with a love in my heart, I'm gonna Somebody to tell me where to go And I don't want to be traveling on my own She said I'll be the one when we come along He said do you want to dance with me? Heartbeat. I don't want you talking to yourself that sweet. 
So, I don't know. I feel, I feel super dumb right now. <laughs> literally, literally nine songs in one song. Yeah. If not more. Yeah. I'm just um, breathing out of my mouth over here. 26 <sighs> years old. <sighs> and and I, I mean, I could, I, what I like to think of to defend myself, my brain goes into the, the, the defensive mechanism of like, well, he's just a really smart kid. And he has a lot about music. But um <laughs> He's 26, mm-hmm. and he is, you might think, like, well, just one of those musical wankeries, sit in his room all day, didn't have any friends kind of guys. Clearly not the case. I just read a fun little factoid. He's the first British artist to receive a Grammy Award for each of his first four albums. Yep. And now you can say what you want about the Grammys, but I mean... 26 years old, man. Mm-hmm. I've never heard his name before today. Thank you very much, Nerdy. Yeah, enjoy the catalog. It is a treat. It's too smart for me. It's so good. I got to be honest, man. Like, he's clearly talented and knows how, he knows his way around not only polyrhythms and numerous melodies mm-hmm. and a ridiculous number of styles, but knows the production techniques, knows looping, knows the equipment, knows. Apparently everything. Yeah. That's pretty amazing, man. It's, it's I love listening to people who are vastly more talented than I am. It's I think it's one of those things where um you gotta give something to shoot for. If uh I had a an old saying people would always tell me, like, if you're the best out of everyone you know, then you have nowhere to go. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? There's it's, you know what management, <laughs> corporate management has another another take on that Ooh. called Matt, there's always room for improvement. Uh, and also, they also like to ask you this, Matt. Time to lean, you got time to clean. <laughs> nice. Mr. Allen, what exactly is it you'd say you do here? <laughs> what um, is it that you do do? Before we continue wow. with Nerdy, because I want to know what the year ahead holds, because frankly, I'm getting more excited with each passing minute. Yeah. We need to check in with Sean. Sean is also a sponsor of this fine program known as The Brian Oak Show, and he is a realtor, which I keep hearing back and forth. I've heard it's never been a better time to sell your house i also hear that people have never been more afraid to sell their house because there's nowhere to move to unless you want to live in a culvert somewhere by the highway it's just not true okay you know is it more challenging to find a house yes it is but here's the other thing the rates are not what they were in 1978 i just talked to this guy and he's like my first home our rate our interest rate and we had good credit was 13.5 he's like so tell me your story at 3.125 percent about your woes and and he's like oh he's like when it's 13.5 you are paying on interest for like the first 10 years the woman depending who, on how much you put down the woman who helped us buy our first house yeah. and we're like mm, five and a quarter i don't know about that and she's like listen you two i was selling homes when it was literally over 20 percent yes. interest rate yeah i'm like that's and when you sit down for your closing it already looks like monopoly numbers over the course of a 30-year mortgage if you had added another 18% to what we paid, I can't imagine what those numbers would have been. No, exactly. What really matters is that you have a realtor that actually gives a shit about you and that they're willing to do the homework. 
to see that the home that you're buying has the value or the home that you're selling. Where am I going to find one of those? Maybe your old pal, Sean Bernard. Oh, wow. okay. Are you surprised okay. that I said that? Nerdy? No, I was actually expecting it, and I'm really? glad that's what happened. <laughs> okay, good. Because if it was someone else, I would have then I would have been surprised. <laughs> I have other I have other news that you might like. Ooh. Okay. So I do a thing, and I'm doing a thing this year where a portion of every uh, home that I sell or help uh, buy, we give a portion of that sale to a local artist or That's a musician. Amazing. Yeah. And the so, seller or buyer gets to pick if they have yeah. a favorite oh, wow. Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota music has been a huge focus of this show since we started. And yeah. we also started now. We didn't have quite the buzz that Nerdy has. No. Okay. No, but we started this podcast at the birth of the pandemic, mm. which turns out it was not a great time to start a business. But what we've done in, in order to give back is tried to feature as many local entrepreneurs, yeah. artists, musicians as possible to help people through this time. And Sean's taken it to the next level. Yeah, I'm a Sean-trepreneur. Wow. Oh, there we go. Well, there you go. If you didn't oh. get anything else from this episode oh 612 oh, such a dad joke just in time for father's day wow 612-859-2 brian's like you're fired it's over 612-859 you two are the dungeons and dragons nerds 612-859-2594 if there's a lawyer out there that can help me dissolve an llc entrepreneur. wendy how long have you been sitting on that bad boy i was probably about 160 63 episodes. Okay, okay. <laughs> get That's that on a, a t-shirt. You need to DM that to Entrepreneur. Hashtag. Hashtag. Here's the problem is I, wow. being a lifelong radio guy, love that shit. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm both, I'm both equally horrified and mm. dazzled at the same mm. time. That's before we spot. talk about what, <laughs> before we talk about what the immediate and distant future looks like for promising young Minnesota musician, Nerdy, no. um, your shirt, the Nerdy Club, yeah. right? People are in, they can buy merch, they can yes. listen to music. Where do people go? What, what is ground zero for everything that is Nerdy? So ground zero is nerdyrocks.com. That's N-U-R-D rocks. Yep, like multiple Dwayne johnson's and rocks.com okay I can only handle one well well get ready get, get ready for the rest of 2021 now part of the t-shirt you're wearing right there of the nerdy club has got a couple of d20s on it yeah. i hate to explain to people because i like to keep certain things exclusive like my nerdy gaming past and frankly my gaming present for my for my birthday this year which happened just last month i'm also a big hp lovecraft guy hey. and i'm a big cthulhu guy and okay. so my daughter bought me uh, a dice bag, a uh, dice tray, wow. uh, and several things that all have beautiful emblazoned Cthulhu logos on them. Uh, because I still like to game, but you got a couple D20s on yeah. there. For people who don't understand how gaming works, there are polyhedral dice, right? You've got a four-sider, you've got a six-sider, you've got an eight-sider, you've got mm -hmm. a ten-sider, a twelve-sider, and the classic 20-sider. And, I mean... So I grew up playing D&D, &D, so when I saw Stranger Things, right? Mm -hmm. Like when the opening scene, it's a bunch of preteen dorks from the early 80s yeah. with Dorothy Hamill haircuts <laughs> and tall white athletic socks sitting around playing with the Demigorgon mm -hmm. and talking about D&D. I've never felt so seen in my entire <laughs> life, all right? <laughs> I mean, I, I was that kid. Yeah. Granted, it didn't lead to a lot of dates. I'm going to be That's honest, That's you know, <laughs> but again, <laughs> I, it took time for culture to catch yes, up, right? Of course, uh, yes. but it was part of my thing. And I know that you are not afraid or at all that that culture is not foreign to you either. No. When it comes to D&D, &D, mm -hmm. your preferred race and class. Ooh. Now, okay. I know that we all like to do different things, yes. but we all have that default, don't we? We all have a default. Now, um, none of my friends would be surprised at this, Yeah, but like I... 
love a cheeky, I love a cheeky boy. So like, <laughs> I, I, love that. I will usually, if I, if I, if, if it was just like, Hey, you could pick one. You can't choose. You can't change. Yeah. Well, uh, and it's not like you can't yeah, ever but change like, but, again. Like, but if you like, you pick your like, list over is the, the course one. of time. You're yeah. like, I tend towards mm-hmm. this. I tend towards either half, uh, half elf, or if I'm if I'm allowed, if my DM allows it, a changeling, and then I usually play a warlock. I've been playing warlocks even since like three point five. Okay, great. Well, I mean, I started out with <laughs> the Ridge. and the problem with playing back then there was no warlock; no. it was magician. Yep. Wizard, um, those D four hit point dice. Like if you had two hit points, <laughs> yep. you literally can't walk into a dungeon Just or a it's dagger over. and it's done. Uh, right, a kobold <laughs> comes up and your adventure is over. Yes, we'll see you next Saturday. Yep. Um, and so it, it's gotten a little different <laughs> and a little smarter. And most DMs don't start you at level one anymore, but some us, still do. I'm going to shout out to one while. of my DMs yeah. and tell us to level us up already. Mm. <laughs> you know who you know who you are. It gets juicier, man. Come on, it gets better. So yes. the fact that you said half elf, yeah. Uh, half elf or wood elf archer has nice. been my go-to there you go. since I was but a wee lad. <laughs> and um, I've played a lot of other car- types of characters. Mm-hmm. There's just something about that that speaks to me. Yeah. But those people who think, like, I'm chaotic neutral. Nothing controls me. I do anything mm. I want. I'm like, you don't know how to play chaotic no. neutral. That's not That's not a real way to go yeah. through life. I think that chaotic, neutral good. everyone likes chaotic neutral because they think they're going to be the Jack Sparrow. They think they're going to be the, like, uh, Star-Lord or whatever. Uh-huh, and the, uh-huh. and that's what they want to be. And I understand that. I like it. Like I said, I like a cheeky boy. Hard to play. But, but it's, it's hard to play within a group yep. because... When you watch these characters, the whole point of their character is that they don't work well with others, and a D and D campaign is a group activity. It is. So it's you're gonna have to you have to be very very good at role playing. Yeah. And a lot of people think they're good at being that character, and they're really just not. I feel that way about the old school first couple edition paladins. Yeah. Lawful good. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, we're actually coming up on an orc encampment that has over four thousand orcs there. We need to find a way to get in. Grab the satchel, get back out. I will take them down, <laughs> and the sword comes out, and you're all murdered because yes. there's just no way. No, it can be a tricky bit. I'm yeah. glad you're one of the first people who not only was sh- not sheepish about it, but has no problem acknowledging yeah. your gaming life, past and possible future. Yeah, that's the thing, and, and I'm lucky to I'm lucky to have now existed in a world where it's super cool to do that. Yeah, like when I st- when I was playing D and D, same uh-huh. situation as you. Uh-huh. It was very much like a in the midst of the satanic panic <laughs> yeah. um, where uh, Pokemon and Dungeons and Dragons and all of these things were, um, you know, works of, of Beelzebub and his, and his group. Well, clearly. <laughs> and, 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 you know, you I know, still I, am trying to raise a yeah, demon. Yeah, and no, been, every I, time. That bullshit, and that's I lying. Only, it's not yeah, in there. It's I not in there. I only worship Lucifer on every other Friday. Hail Satan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hail Satan. Every day. Yeah, no, but, I actually, in the actual <laughs> satanic panic of the 80s, one day I came home from school because I spent so much time in it. I love that world of imagination so yeah. much. I came home and saw all my D&D books dice graph paper yeah everything sitting on the couch in the living room like oh no it's gonna be a family talk yeah. my parents had heard some talk at church yeah. about how kids are playing oh. these games and my mom was like well we're just worried that you're trying to summon demons yeah and i'm like mom look at me the skinniest <laughs> dorkiest person you've ever seen in your whole life yeah, yeah i'm your i'm your number one son but that's what you got 
what the hell would I do with a demon if it got here? Why, and, why and for fuck's sake, why would I ever want to summon it? And I didn't say yeah. that to her, of course, because she's a wonderful woman. But my God, my God. All right, before we, we really have to wrap yeah, up. No, we're I'm way sorry. over time. No, 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 that's, this is on me, but I, I don't get to talk to many gamers, and yeah. it excites me. Nobody's come in before with a D20, let alone hey, two of them go. on their shirt before. Nerd D is our guest. So we talked about the amp up, yeah. the, the origin, mm-hmm. the all of a sudden, I mean, 2020 was going to be your shit. It yes. was absolutely going going to be and then it all got shut down but you still found a way mm-hmm. to maintain creativity mm-hmm. to maintain a commitment to your community yep. to help other artists who maybe didn't have the kind of cachet that you had built up going exactly. into that year but now here we are suddenly and way quicker than i expected like it started to hint that things were going to open up again mm-hmm. and suddenly I, it's hard to find a mask right like yep. i mean it things have changed radically is it too soon I don't know. The numbers haven't spiked yet, so yeah. fingers are crossed, fingers man. I'm really, I'm really hoping for the best. So do whatever they need to get do. Get vaccinated. Yep. Don't be that person. Let's go. I mean, let's do this. I want to go see you at Soundset, yeah. right? I mean, so let's talk about that briefly. Yep. You are now. Now things are starting to open back up. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you've been in conversations with people prior to today, Correct. because you have to plan ahead for these kinds of things. Yes, you do. Are you going to be out there this year? Oh yeah, I'm already out there. What I'm, are you doing? Well, uh, one of the big. Some of these things are still like I'm still waiting on the you Con- can. People, right? Yeah. Like, uh, but one of the big ones is I'm going to be reopening the fine line. Um, oh, come they, on, they're reopening the fine line because it was closed for the pandemic. Yeah, of course. Reopening the fine line with finding Novion and Jack A and Xavier mm. Goodman. We are going to be. It's going to be the biggest show there in oh, a year. Yeah, wow. <laughs> over a year, and yeah. you could even argue going back further. The last show I saw pre-pandemic was at the Fine Line. It was Seattle Legends Mud Honey, oh, nice. not knowing that this was all going to shut yep. down. And I was like, it was one of those weeknight shows where I'm like, I don't know, I'm tired. I guess I'll go. I've never seen Mud Honey. It was fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think because of some of the sight lines, the Fine Line gets a bad knock, but that room is exactly the right size for yeah. the right show. I think that show is going to be amazing. When's mm. that happening? That is July 23rd. So right. You can still get your tickets now, um, but they are on sale already. They're on sale now, but they're, limited. But they're limited. Yeah, I, I, I think all the balconies gone already. So if you were looking to try to get, well, a that's table, VIP, man. Yeah, that's Forget kinda, that. That's kind of done. But if you want to be out, uh, if you want to be on the ground, you can come through. It's going to be super dope. Uh, okay, so then and nerd n u r d rocks dot com. Yep. People can find the link and the yep. info, and that's really the best place to go to find out about upcoming shows. So now that we get to kind of get back into it, and mm-hmm. you've got these incredible, you know, I wanted to talk a lot today, but we're already out of time. So will you come back again? Of course, later on this course. year. Yeah. Okay, because I mean, again, we're recording right now, ten blocks south of where George Floyd was literally murdered on camera in broad yep. daylight in front of a watching world, mm-hmm. and it has changed the nature of what we are. Yeah. And supposedly justice has been served mm. but i think we all know that we're more than a couple steps away from yeah. proper justice right Correct. and and a true attitude change but you have been inspired to write not one but two full missives 38th and chicago about that very juncture mm. that again i know it sucks that it's incremental and it sucks mm. that the world is not just and it sucks that the world still sucks so much right yeah. but it was a step man and and, mm. and it's weird to find this place that we call home Ground Zero, the the epicenter yeah, worldwide, it because strange. it changes and it goes everywhere. And again, I hate to break it to people, lots of innocent black people have been killed by mm-hmm. cops Surprise. since George Floyd. Yep. No one saw it coming, right? Mm-hmm. 
And, and again, that was sarcasm. Everyone saw it coming, <laughs> and it's not going to stop until we make it stop. And, but, right. but this is important. So the information, if people want to get your music, yeah. is the best place to go to go to Bandcamp or once again to go to nerdyrocks.com and get it there. If you go to nerdyrocks.com, you'll have access to all the music. Obviously, Good. Bandcamp is great. It's a great service. I know on Juneteenth, I don't know when this comes out, but mm-hmm. um, it people are going to be, they're giving all the money to black artists, so you don't have to worry about that. Is Juneteenth tomorrow or this weekend? It's uh, This, this weekend. is going to publish today which yep. is the 17th, yeah, Juneteenth so is the 19th, yep. right? So on Saturday, two days from yep. when this publishes. You can go to, Band, can go to Bandcamp, and you can uh, buy all that stuff there and help support that way. Um, you can go to nerdyrocks.com is great. Obviously, if you want to do Spotify, iTunes, however you stream your music, if you follow there, that helps the analytics, it helps the numbers, and it helps boost the product. Well, June nineteenth, uh, finally, Juneteenth is finally going to be a national holiday. It which is. is. They're working on it, and it looks yeah. like it's very, very close. By the way, it is worth mentioning, and I'm not trying to call it a certain political party, but fuck the GOP. Yep. There, a lot of a lot of senators did vote for it, mm-hmm. but there yes. are twelve GOP yes. senators who said it's not really worth having a proper <laughs> black holiday. Yeah, in fair, it, and here's and this is what I was going to say. It's one of those things where it's like I. If everyone, if everyone who decided to vote for this to be a national holiday, it, uh, it, they didn't want to, and instead wanted to vote for passing, sweeping, and like substantial police reform, I'd much rather have that. Yeah. So like, yeah, if, yeah, if, yeah, you're, yeah. if that's what you're hung up on, yeah. you know what? I've talked to the black community. Mm. We've had our, <laughs> we had our la- well, at the last, you know, black dudes yeah. meeting, yeah. and we've all decided we'd rather not be killed by the police than to have a federal holiday. Because as much as I'd love to see the Target brand Juneteenth <laughs> to oh, the shirt, think oh about the Hallmark cards. Yeah, I know. Oh, think no. about the Hallmark cards. It'd be cards. super great. And, and you know, I I love Sears, and I'm sure they'd have a really yeah. great sale for mm. it. I would much rather not be killed by the police so well and, 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 let's do that I, I couldn't agree more and you know i know that we're trying to be as at least as lighthearted as we could in the face of abject and impossible horror and decades centuries of pointless and stupid suffering that mm-hmm. unfortunately doesn't seem like it's going to end anytime soon so i guess what i'm trying to do is the same thing celebrate the incremental steps that we get to take right i mean Mm -hmm. it's all we can do is all keep talking about it all keep working together all keep striving that's right go to 38th in chicago and lay down some fucking flowers go into the heart of uptown at lake and hennepin and lay down some fucking flowers i mean keep hope alive keep fighting the good fight i'm not saying firebomb a local business but what i am saying you know i also I said it a while ago, you know, as we got to the anniversary of George Floyd's murder, I was like, this is my home. I love South Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch it burn anymore. But then I did the little periods of ellipse, but I'm like, but maybe it needs to burn. Mm. And that sucks, man. I don't want yeah. any more pain in anyone's life, but something's got to change. I think a lot of people need to remember that these are really, these are real people. A lot of people who are listening from outside, these are real yeah. people, real homes, real, real, real stores, real, real, mm-hmm. real shop windows. Real bodies on the street. So it's like, it's not an easy answer for any of these things. And um, when you were to, when you watch, like, I'll give you an example of people. When you watch uh, Remember the Titans and you sit there and think, how could these people act this way? How could, how you watch these history books? How could these people do this? Just remember that whatever you're doing now is what you would have done then. Mm -hmm. So just... Think about that. Yep. That's what's happening. It might not seem that way to you, but it didn't seem that way to them no. either. So it's just like um, take everything, take two steps, think about it, put yourself in other people's shoes for mm-hmm. a moment, and ultimately realize that people is 
people are always going to be more important than property as as as, tough, as hard as that is to say yeah. mm-hmm. when you have property. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe it has like, to burn. The idea is that if we can stop if we can keep this problem if we can stop this problem, then this other thing won't happen. Right. No one's doing this because of like, well, not, I can't say no one, but I could say that the majority of people that you think are the issue would not be out there should, uh, if these things weren't happening, if police weren't, if police weren't committing these atrocities. Unfortunately, there's people that have decided to use these peaceful protests, these things to do other things. However, that wouldn't be the case if the initial problem the initial the the initial disease of uh, white supremacy and active racism was happening in our police departments and in our government. Yeah, structures. people are more important than property, but pro- people were once property. Yeah, and, and you have to what, think about that. And that's what is crazy about the entire thing. And mm-hmm. a lot of it is just about speaking up when you hear an an injustice in mm-hmm. a in a place where both sides are not necessarily there. That's yeah. the other thing I've said to friends of mine. It's not about the obvious all the time mm-hmm. about speaking up when it's easy to do so. Yeah. Sometimes it's that your uncle Victor is being a douche in front <laughs> of the family and you look at him and say, Hey, fuck no, man. Mm-hmm. We can't, we can't talk like that. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. And just because you haven't experienced something doesn't mean somebody else, you know, has. So. Talk to your family. Talk yes. to the people you know. Yes. Everybody. And I don't think there's any reasonable person out there. You know, a lot of people love to push back who can't quite get their heads around it that, mm-hmm. All lives matter. Blue lives matter. We mm-hmm. all know there's good cops. We all know there's good people out there. Don't be threatened when people say that black lives matter because right now there is a fucking target on their back. Yeah. And there has been for a long time, yes. but the, the, the tensions are raised so it's okay to simply say without qualifiers, black lives matter. Exactly. Before we bid you a fond farewell, thank you for digging into that. By the way, I'd like to do a whole other episode yeah. on just this sometime. Yeah, of course. Because I, you know, as our good friend Jared Brewington once said, who used to own a business right at 38th in Chicago, I asked him, like, what the fuck are we going to do? And he's like, I'm not black Google, Brian. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Remain, remains black one, Google. So remains <laughs> one of the most brilliant things I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh. Because it does force you to reflect. It does force you to do it. But I would love to have you back sometime. And we can kick this around a little bit more for now we do have to wrap it up but one thing i want to mention for people only if that was your first experience of a nerdy song right there breaking chains you managed to be poignant political current contemporary funny funny but you don't you don't ever sing about trapping pimping nope there's no gun violence in any of your songs. You don't even swear, my good man. <laughs> and so, but here's the deal: if we if we led with that, people would be like, "Oh, another wholesome kid rapper," you know, yeah. like nothing like that. Like what you rap about is poignant. Maybe even more importantly, the message. That's the cool thing about hip hop to me is the message is as important as the method, right? Like, yeah, it's got to. Like I think about most music, I love lyrics. But I also want to hear a song that I fucking enjoy. Yeah. You find a way to thread that needle, but somehow have never once reared back and slapped anybody. Ah, <laughs> it's not your jam. Not yet. Okay, okay, not okay. Yet. Not, not, not necessarily in your music. Not right? in my music. Not in your music. Please, please don't, please don't get it twisted. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I, okay, I sh- that's what I meant. You know, a lot of music, though, promotes that, yes. right? And mm-hmm. that's, that they promote a lifestyle and yeah. attitude, and somehow you managed to maintain a currency that is very valuable today without any of that bullshit that I think sometimes gets in the way. Well, thank you very much. I try really hard to make sure that everybody can listen to my music. I, I want you to be able to turn it on when grandma in the car yeah. and be able to talk about some real stuff 
and not feel like anybody's compromising. Well, and also have grandma say, fuck, this shit slaps. That's exactly what I want your grandmother to say. <laughs> Hashtag, yeah. please have your grandma curse because I'm so good. <laughs> I need that. I need that. Send me all the videos of your grandmother oh, cursing, please. Oh, just grab her bobbing her head and she's like, this shit slaps. Yes, please. Dirty. Thank you very much, man. And good <laughs> luck with the coming year, man. Appreciate it. Here's to picking up where we left off, right? Yes. Or amen. some be reasonable facsimile there. <laughs> Take care. Nerd, N-U-R-D rocks.com. Ground zero for all things nerdy. Yes. Um, and you're the best, man. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you so much for having me. I, again. I, I would really, really want you to come back, Sean. Also, pretty good to have you, too. Hey, you know, yep. Great. Um, <laughs> Shantrepreneurs in the house. All right. Oh, I, I had Who already forgotten. Shantrepreneur. <laughs> oh, I'll never forget. Hashtag, hashtag Shantrepreneur. Yes. That was oh going to haunt me at night Ooh. when I lay there wide awake staring at the that ceiling. copyright, bro. What sort of... What sort of Decisions have I made. <laughs> thanks to Smart Start MN. Thanks to Audio Equip. Thanks to our Patreon supporters. Sorry. My heartburn no, thanks, had actually Tums. gone away for a while. Where are my fucking Tums? <laughs> Tom, One last thing Tom, I'm going to throw out here now that we've gone very long. Um, longest I, show ever, right here. Hey, is it really? That is the longest show ever. Well, but I mean, I feel like we only, we're only we just getting started. There's we a lot it. more we could have talked about. We're not going to split into two parts either. You can just pause it if you need to. Yeah, no, no, no. And we'll, we'll, and we'll have you back another time. Because more things we'll have you can pause it. <laughs> exactly. Sleep. Come back. Yeah. You little <laughs> nice listeners and Walking Patreon supporters who yes. we couldn't do without. Walking around um, the lake with your earbuds in, jackass. I, yeah, <laughs> you know what you did. Yeah. <laughs> You're just not done. Oh. Yeah, exactly. The next time I am either in treatment or on vacation, <laughs> I would like Nerdy to host this podcast yes. because I feel I feel totally. like the, I feel like you are uniquely gifted for this yes. particular format. Yes. I, we would we would you would uh, have a very interesting uh, episode to come back to. Mm. Yes, you would. I'd appreciate it. No, I'd listen to it there while I was intubated. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and wrap things up here. I got one more song before we go. Uh, this morning, the radio station I work at announced its annual outdoor show. Basilica Block Party used to be kind of a big deal. That's right. I don't know if Woo. you've been to it before. I have. Uh, yeah. Well, this past year, there wasn't one because I don't know if you guys noticed, but there was a worldwide pandemic. I know, tear down the face, right? That being said, this morning we announced the lineup. Tickets are on sale tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. I'm not really trying to do a big advertisement for the radio station. But I am excited about some of the artists who are going to be performing there this year. One of them, one of my favorite bands of the last 25 years, and that would be the band out of Austin, Texas, by the name of Spoon. Hmm. They're going to be right before the headliner. No. I just started my new job there. I can't say anything about the headliner. Um, (laughs) Right before the headliner, one of my favorite bands of the last 25 years is playing. Spoon has had this wonderful, glorious, weirdo, wonderful, respected, but like both the indie community and critics and commercially successful career. I'm just a huge, huge fan of Britt Daniel and everything that this band has done over the course of their career. And this is probably my favorite song. It's how we're going to wrap up episode 164 of The Brian Oak Show.
Every night, I wanna get them all back now. 